This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Now that Trump has finally been defeated, I am proud to announce the Livecast can finally go back to what it does best. Hard-hitting analysis of the latest crossover thrash and technical death metal releases. Aren't you all excited? Hello. Where did everyone go? The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Are you still there? We're joking. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, just kidding. Welcome back to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here with Muted Noah, Muted, muted Sydney. I'm and not muted, muted now. Oh, I'm not muted, muted either. You, 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 uh, what I said into my muted mic was that <laughs> they give, they, they complain there's, 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 there's too much, uh, there's not enough music talk. And then you give them some music talk, and right away they bail on you like that. It's amazing. Can't I thought, anybody. I thought Chuck joined the Lamb Goat podcast. Oh, no. Oh, he was talking about the Lamb See, he gave an intro for the Lamb Goat, you're saying. I think he switched parties. Oh, he just what sent us the wrong MP3 or something. <laughs> but welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. We are live every Tuesday at our new later time or after dark. Daylight Savings is over, and we're on at 9 p.m. Eastern now on Tuesday nights. And if you are listening live, please give us a ring-a-ding-ding. 213-WIDE-NUT. Also, for our live listeners, we do make our video, uh, the video version of our recording available as we stream it. And then for the archive, uh, you can see the archives of all of our video the video versions of our episodes on our patreon patreon.com slash metal injection livecast to get access to the video versions of our podcast as well as bonus episodes uh this month's top of the month bonus episode was a roundtable discussion about borat subsequent movie film the second one and yeah the second one would be the subsequent one Mm mm-hmm and uh, then we're going to be posting something later this week uh, about the new Bill and Ted movie. So that should be fun as well. And then past months, we've done like a total burning of uh, Mike Francesa. Like we ripped him apart. We did a whole episode on Mike Francesa. I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, we have bonus episodes where we watch Motley Crue's The Dirt. We watched the new Danzig movie. We've watched... Uh, Santa with muscles, very appropriate uh, right in time for the holiday season. So check it out, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Thank you. So let's kick things off. Uh, how is everyone's week? Is everyone doing all right? Yeah. Did chill. I have back pain from sitting on a hard chair for eight hours. Why do you have a hard chair? Because I don't want to have to buy like an air aerodynamic chair or whatever they're called. Can't you expense ergonomic? it? Oh. <laughs> what, what does that mean, can you expense it? Who's going to cover that? Who's going to? SiriusXMRadio.net? No way. Oh, maybe .net because .com isn't covering Office it. furniture. I, I mean, I've written into the company that I work with that happens to be the one that you mentioned, but I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> to see if they would cover stuff like that, but I've been ignored. Oh, do you have at your office? Do you have a comfy chair at your office? Yeah, I do. Can you go get it and bring it home? Mm. No, we're not allowed in the building. Oh, fuck. They, they don't give you like certain hours where you could do, like do warn you know, them that you're coming in. So we're not allowed in the building. 
And when I left the office, when the whole pandemic started, I didn't really take anything except from my, you know, like my work laptop and stuff. Like I thought, okay, like in two weeks, I'll be back in the office. I have an open bar of Twix in my drawer and granola. Oh, no. And I don't know what else, like a cookie and tinfoil. And rats. And probably and a lot of rats. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to go back there. I'm, just oh, wondering, Lord. I'm wondering if anyone left shit in their office that they can't get. And then they realize it's probably going bad. I'm sure. So you can call us and tell hopefully, us about it. Hopefully nobody brought any holidays because that's probably gone yeah, like way a, bad. Like a, how would you like tell? Like a lunch. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's, that's true. It's bad when it starts. Yeah, that's true. I guess holidays ages left. like wine. Hmm. What did Chris Russo leave now? He left an open tray of hummus. <laughs> Some <laughs> baby care. carrots just out. Very sad. I heard uh, cousin Brucey left some Vicks Vapo Rub open. Maybe some diapers. <laughs> yeah, all his Don't Cialis. It's just oh. pigeons flying into the serious window, like trying to get to that smell, and they just keep <laughs> smashing into the window and dying. On CBS FM, baby. <laughs> I don't think he's with Sirius anymore. I think he's back on CBS FM, actually. Chris Russo. No, uh, cousin Brucey. Do you oh, remember yeah, a couple right. of months ago there was something in the news about him? Yeah, he left SiriusXM, and I do believe he's... Is he on CBS FM? But he's back on AM radio, for sure. Okay, but this is a six-month pandemic, people. Like, he left it there before he left. He left his Vicks Vaporub open in his desk. And also, Rob, just to clarify, if he's on AM radio, he probably would CBS FM. Fair point. So, you got to pick a side there. FM radio. (laughs) That's a good see. point. Let's see. Let's see where Cousin Brucey is nowadays. He's behind you, Rob. Run. What? <laughs> um, here in Robert Pazbani's living room on CBS AM, baby. <laughs> oh, it's actually, uh, I, I was right. He is now on WABC AM radio. That's where he started. That was his gig, his longtime gig for 30 years. Right, that's where he was in the 60s, it says, according to this article. He went to CBS less than 30 years, Rob. It was only a 10-year span. What? He started (laughs) in the 60s, I said. But you, okay. Have a seat, Sid. Fine. Does it have to be in a hard chair? Could I use a a comfier chair? Have you considered putting a a pillow on your chair, Noah, to make it softer? Yes, I have one of those butt pillows here. Mm -hmm. You mean shaped like a butt? (laughs) <laughs> what? Can you see it? No. no. Well, sort Not of. It looks like I see. I get it. It's like a <laughs> mouse pad for your butt, yeah, and it is shaped like sort of a butt with a very yeah. wide anus. I guess a rectum. I see. It's more like a wider uh, bicycle seat. It looks like. Yes. Uh, but the thing with the chair that I have, it just—it's uh, like the chair is wider than the cushion, so. It just pushes like under my, like my, um, yeah, it sounds like you need a new chair, <laughs> my thighs and it hurts. Noah, have you considered, uh, expensing it to metalinjection.net? Oh yes. My other employer, my wonderful kind employer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Seems like I have the, uh, like I have payroll on the line right now. <laughs> For our, uh, Pazabini or whatever is that? <laughs> Uh, poor Frankie Palmieri. Poor. Yeah. Based oh, well, on what? Well, literally, yes. Yeah, yeah well, we can start yeah. with that, actually. 
you know, we joke and joke, but this is no laughing matter. I didn't hear this. What happened? Uh, what well, uh, last week on MetalInjection.net, your leading source of all Frankie Palmieri news, um, we reported that uh, Patreon, the, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but Amur tried to launch Patreon. Did we discuss that on here? Do you remember? Of course. And so they tried to launch one and then suddenly it just went dark after not mm -hmm. delivering on perks. Now, look, I can tell you, we have our own Patreon, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And the one thing you need to do is you got to deliver on your perks. Your super fans are committing a monetary value in exchange for guarantees of perks. Don't mess with your most loyal fans' perks. <laughs> And, I, and I, for some reason, it sounds like I'm saying Percocets, and that does seem like that would be in your Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's perk. tier two. Yes, you get a bag full of Percs. Uh, but so uh, in your, so I don't know, we did talk, now I remember, because we talked about it, because initially he launched it as a shady fan club, which was him just DMing mm -hmm. people that follow Emure. Here it is. So <sighs> I'm reaching out to people hopefully true fans asking if they would be able to make a hundred dollar donation to the Amur cult. How desperate does this sound uh, or it sound? So it then, sounds like Ja Rule selling that fake credit card that he was, uh, <laughs> Magnum right. was it? Uh, and so as soon as all the, the websites and to be fair, Lambgoat were the first, first to pick up on this. So full credit to Lambgoat. Uh, as soon as uh, this happened, they took, they, they decided to refund everybody's money uh and he was like oh i was just trying to do something cool and then you guys had to ruin it like it was our fault wait can i ask a quick question absolutely so lamb goat is the one that outed him on doing the dm thing mm -hmm. and then he went on their podcast did they talk about it did he like yell at them it was Good on question. his podcast before they outed Let's him. See. Uh, no i think this this might have been before because this was in oh. this was last year. oh wow I feel like that means we could probably get Frankie on our podcast if he's just well, wanting to talk to whoever shits well, on him. Do we want him? I think that's yes. the key question. That's a good question. I'd talk to him. Yeah. Don't, probably wouldn't get you want to have the power to hang up on him? <laughs> Funny cringe shit. You just want to go through the whole booking process just so we can hang up on him. Do we want to see Maybe. Imur's initial Patreon announcement? Have we watched this? I don't remember that we did. What's up, people? You know who it is. It is Frankie Palmieri from this band right here. I'm pointing at it from all sides. No confusion. Okay, so... Um... I do want to say, so far, he spent the majority of the video looking at the camera, so it's already an improvement. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're launching a Patreon page. He's not typing. He's not looking at his Twitter. He's... Fucking upside down. he's using a fish Normally, eye lens. we'd be out in the world performing live, meeting the people. Something tells me that he's show. like self-conscious on the video. Coming out as much content. I wonder as why. Much no. Into the world as we can. Yeah, he's uh, no longer the fans. making eye contact. The fans, and I know I say it all the time. So not exactly a George Clooney. The fans are the entire reason anything about Emir exists whatsoever. So this is no different. Um, we're giving you guys. Wow. He's no Franz of Attila. Is the, is his energy man. in this request for cash better or worse than Chris Holmes's energy <laughs> in his? Because this is like better. a manic discomfort, better. and Chris Holmes is more like a "Why do I have to do this?" Yeah, definitely. He, Frank. uh, I would say Frankie Palmieri actually seems engaged. 
Yeah. Here, whereas uh, that was like, <clears throat> I don't know, that was just the worst take, and they kept it for Chris Holmes. I would, we I would, a few weeks ago. I would say it's manic, insecure energy versus pumped full of every substance known to man in the case of Chris Holmes. Yeah. I think he's sober now. Oh, come on. In that video, I can't. I, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. He's like a wino in that video. That's so, a different musician. It's a stunt double. Uh, so after, uh, so somebody emailed Lamgo, an Amur fan who was on the Patreon, and noted that I uh, never got access to stems, which are like raw music files. Uh, never got a personalized welcome thank you video. I was going to say stems. I thought he gave them like the shitty part of his weed. That he yeah, right. I could throw this out or I could send it to you guys, whatever. Yeah, no biggie. A hundred dollars, everybody. I was thinking of stem cells. I don't oh know my why. God. Yeah, you that, could, uh, you could uh, reproduce with Frankie Palmieri's DNA. If this he, pandemic goes on a few more months, he might have to. Jerks off in a Dorito bag and ships it. <laughs> FedEx to you. Here's my stem cells. So this fan goes on to say what we actually got was two video playthroughs and some poems oh from my God. Frankie. I was on their patient for the, <laughs> the five parties, months they had it. Sorry, the party's not mentioning it is is that the poem was actually another uh, uh, instance of him begging for money. He just put it into like a rhyming scheme. Roses are red, violets are blue. Give me five bucks, please. Thank you. And fuck <laughs> you. Uh, what rhymes with Patreon, man? I have to do a podcast episode of this. <laughs> He does say, the fan goes on to say, I noticed that everything had vanished from the page without any warning, but they still made sure to take this month's subscription payments, which, <laughs> yikes. So the only thing that he's commented, he might have commented since. Oh, they, they have commented since, but at the time of this article, uh, there was a tweet from Frankie. Music is the only thing that gives my life purpose. Standing on stage, meeting people who vibe with my output. Without these things, I do not exist. I will reemerge healthier in mind, body, and spirit when time allows. If I die before I get the chance to showcase this, thank you. Peace sign emoji. If I what is he threatening? Like suicide? Well, is that's he sick. Well, well, I don't know. Does he have the calling, Rona? Calling for uh, help here. Like when you said, "Poor Frankie," and this is a very sad story. I thought he like. You know, fell down a manhole or something. This is like his Patreon went out. What the fuck? I think Rob literally meant poor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively, like you know, mentally, these there seem to be some some things, and you know, you got me all excited. Seeking help. Uh, but so then I mean, they sad. they eventually announced that they admitted that they closed down the Patreon, and in, in, in a bit of a passive aggressive way. So Amur comments to the 40 people who signed up to the Amur Patreon, mm -hmm. which, by the way, I want to point out that the Metal Injection Livecast Patreon has has and had more patrons than the Amur Patreon. So well, that really thanks to our livecast stars for being bigger fans than the the Amurdans, the Amur, the Amur, 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 Amur. Also, now, now that these 40 don't have that Patreon to subscribe to, how do we recruit them? <laughs> to sign up to ours. Yeah, yeah. All what this do we disposable do? Disposable income now. Yeah. Well, if they liked Frankie Palmieri and signed up to his podcast, yeah, they just have to act like him. Rob, could I suggest maybe at the end of this article you put a link to our Patreon? Like, <laughs> hey, if you're one of these forty, I'll update the post. We suggest. 
can but also get a, a neck tattoo so that they're used to it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe I'll get this typo logo tattoo just like right over here. That is my uh, blood type, so it would be accurate if I oh. ever get in a accident. You know, it's right. like oh. If you ever fall down the subway stairs again, yeah, I can't believe you, Rob, set yourself up on a T to for Sid to get a typo tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Wow. Uh, So uh, let me quickly read the statement uh, from Amur. So the forty people who signed up to the Amur Patreon, this has been a difficult year for many reasons. Like what? Oh. And it just became impossible to follow through with the content. So it became impossible to send somebody a welcome message. What are they doing? Also, you came up with the content. It's not like Patreon forces these uh, ideas onto you. The whole thing is you come up with your own ideas for bonus content. To be fair, it wasn't really. He's just blaming COVID. It's the fact that he actually has no talent. That was the biggest impediment. But honestly, the stuff he was offering doesn't require talent. I guess. It just requires like signing onto your computer and record. It's like basically cameo. Yeah. Yeah, so think of stuff to talk about. He goes, uh, this has been a difficult year. Many reasons became impossible to follow through with the content. Shutting down the page became the ethical thing to do. Not before making sure to charge your fans one last time. We tried something and it failed. This line kind of reminds me of that line in The Simpsons. Like, we did nothing and we're all out of ideas (laughs) with Ned Flanders' parents. Uh, And then... It's they, also like when Leonard Nimoy uh, didn't do anything and then disappears. Into oh, yeah, the- didn't I? <laughs> yeah, or when um, Homer says, you tried and failed. The lesson is never try. <laughs> yes, that is very accurate <laughs> for this. Uh, well, here's what he says. He goes, sorry and thank you. Not sure what more there is to say. Try to practice having compassion and empathy. Good luck to you all. Peace. Again, this is like, this reminds me, I've met, I've talked about this on the show before, but when I used to live in Williamsburg, there was one specific beggar that was like the hipster beggar who was like too good for begging. And he would be like, come on, people. You really don't have any spare change. I remember. Ah, uh, come on. Like all I need is like 20 bucks. Like what's wrong with you people? Like, Jeez! Oh, it's so hard, you know. Oh, I'm just trying to get back to and like he always had a different. This part would be different. Like I'm just trying to get to Virginia. I'm just and then like it would be a different thing every time because he's not trying to get anywhere. He just wants money for whatever he's doing. And and this is what this what this message reminds me of. Like oh, tried to do something creative, but I guess you can't do that anymore. Cancel culture. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what he's blaming? He's, he's not blaming cancel culture. I'm That's Bill Maher's Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I think Frankie's just lazy. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Did I he mean, refund the people the money for the last month when they got no content? It it, there, there, there was no uh, comment on that. Because it's fairly I'm easy gonna... to do that on there. It's like one or two clicks. Maybe you need to give Frankie. Uh, Frankie Palmarie some technical support. I'll just Frankie, run his Patreon for it. We could get this going again. Frankie, if you're listening, please give us a ring. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. And in other news, which is very exciting, System of a Down released two new songs. 
I think that's very cool. I'm a big fan of System of a Down. I know some of my co-hosts here are as well. And <clears throat> we've discussed on the show the drama between the band. And just to quickly sum it up. <laughs> they drink too much water. <laughs> After I drink. I, I, the reason I'm so gassy is I drink seltzer and I realize I need to drink water during showtime. Otherwise, I'm burping up all this uh, gas from all the talking. But what I was saying was, so with System of a Down, the, their issue was essentially that the guitarist, Darren, kept all the uh, songwriting publishing, which is a significant chunk of the royalty. And Serge Tankian, who has since become a very successful solo artist, and saw what money he was missing out on by not having the songwriting credit with his own work being successful, was just like, hey, you know, like, you're not the only one writing the songs anymore. Uh, and I think, you know, I think initially he said he wanted part of the songwriting credit, but then he was like, well, to be fair, we should just all split it four ways. And I think there was an impasse there where Darren didn't want to do that. Darren! Darren! <laughs> Darren! And so they, uh, they, didn't do, they didn't make any music. But thankfully, there is a potential genocide happening in Armenia. Mm. So thanks to this genocide, <laughs> System of a Down decided to put aside their differences and put all the royalties towards raising awareness for this for armenia for, for armenia well, everything going going on down there i mean they, i'm obviously being an asshole here they're putting <laughs> their money towards genocide yes they're supporting genocide no let me let me get it right <laughs> let me get it right are uh, their fans armeniacs <laughs> well the, the there's a battle in the uh in artsec artsec you mean you art tell me, section buddy. Art section? No, art sec. Spell it. A R T S A K H. Artsakh. 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 Uh, so Azerbaijan is trying to come in on Armenia's uh, land there, and uh, there's a little little fighting, little uh, situation there where a bunch of innocent Armenians are are uh, being uh, slaughtered. So, I mean, it's a very serious thing. And, you know, I was, I was joking earlier, but uh, I think it's, it's very nice that they got together and decided, let's just, you know, we have this platform. Uh, the mainstream media isn't really covering this at all. And let's use the platform to put out music to raise awareness for this. And so all the proceeds that would go to the band uh, are going to the Armenia Fund. Oh, that's nice. And uh, I guess Darren Malakian wrote and produced the songs, and he was originally planning on releasing them as Scars on Broadway tracks, but then uh, they released them. And I was very skeptical when I, when I heard this. Interestingly, too, John uh, Dolmayan, the drummer, who has been an outspoken Trump supporter, was the one that got the wheels in motion saying, like, hey, regardless of what issues we have, we should put that aside, and we need to do something to support our people. Yeah, time right. to make Armenia great again. <laughs> and so I thought that was very cool. And, you know, as a huge, huge System of a Down fan and somebody who feels like uh, their last albums wasn't necessarily their best album. Which one uh, are we talking about? Hypnotize, uh, Hypnotize and... Mesmerize, uh, which is not to say I didn't like them. I love the album. Uh, it's just they're not necessarily my favorites. I was worried that 
oh, it, it, it might not be good. It's also been 15 years. They're older. But the more I listen to these songs, the more I really, really like them uh, for different reasons. It's two songs. One of them is a five-minute song called Protect the Land. And the other one is a faster, uh, like, kind of reminiscent of their older material called Genocidal Humanoids. Did uh, any of you guys uh, listen to the music? I did. I liked, I really liked one of them, and I really didn't like the other one. I didn't, the, the one Protect the Land is the one I didn't like mm. because it sort of sounds like Scars on Broadway, I guess. Like, it just doesn't yeah. sound like a System of Down song. Well, I'll just let it play first. Let get my thoughts. Are we playing it? Yeah. Can you hear it? I hear it. It's low. I just don't know if we're going to get copyright claimed. You can play a little bit of it. It sounds like Would a Darren Malakian song. But it's, it's, it does. I agree with you. It's great to hear Surf Like he, He's the element that makes uh, Malakian songs sound so much better. He's such a better singer than yeah, he. When you do System of a Down, you have an amazing asset, which is Serge's voice. Just douse the fucking album with that. Like yeah. that should be another instrument. I don't want to hear this guy sing. Like he's a good guitarist or whatever. Like use that. You know, he's a good songwriter. Don't. I don't want to hear him sing. Shut up. He wants to do some backing vocals, sure, but yeah. That's yeah, I agree. It should the the majority of the vocals should be by Serge, and I think that's why I wasn't as big a fan of the uh, double album, was because there was more of the Darren singing on it. Uh, which is not again, I really like the album. I'm not saying I don't. Just compared to the other ones, I thought it was much. Too, it didn't need to be a double album. Like there's one album's worth of great songs on there. Uh, it wasn't like technically a double album. It was like a released one year apart, but it functions as a double album. And I just thought it was just, there was just too many like blast songs on there. Like they could have released one great album out of that. Yeah, you're right. And they could have done another like B-Sides album, like mm -hmm. Steal This Album. Wait, so you're talking about the album that they just put out to raise awareness for Armenia? It's a two song EP. Oh, okay. So is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about a different album? No, what Darren was just talking about was their last full-length release. Oh, did I confuse uh, that? I'm sorry. I thought you were talking uh, about the last two. Uh, okay, let's hear a little bit of the other song, the fast one. This one sounds like old school system. I really yeah. Like yeah, it's like some their first album. Except that Serge sang on all of that, and there was no Darren singing on it. So that's I bet that's probably a big uh, point of contention, too, is that Darren probably wants in on more of the song. Because also then he gets perf more performance work. <laughs> Yeah, if you think about it. Okay, all uh, these all these guys with their fucking woke ass lyrics and they all fighting over money, man. Mm -hmm. Fucking capitalist fucks. And that's that's the interesting. It's point. like the music should guide it, and then wherever the money goes, it goes. It shouldn't be like, well, how do we structure this song so I get more cash than this guy? Like, it's that's not the recipe for good songwriting. John, I mean, that's John, yeah, John, no, John, we don't John know. Yeah, we're just speculating that. 
John Dolomite is the most honest one in that band. He just, I, I like yeah. money. I like money and I like Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that a drop, please. But then, <laughs> but then somehow he was good with like donating all of this money. It's very against type. Yeah. Well, he, he wants to be cut. the one in, in control of where his money goes. He doesn't Fair want enough. to pay taxes. He doesn't want to pay Texas. He doesn't want to pay California. He doesn't want to pay anybody. <laughs> uh, okay, we're just like assuming a bunch of things about System of a Down that we don't know. <laughs> uh, Rob, call them up. Their, going on their public persona and statements. I mean, that's it. I don't know who they are inside their heart. And yeah. to be fair, Robert Pazbani is a very plugged-in metal journalist. If anybody's going to know this stuff, it's him. I mean, I'm just going off of exactly like what I've written about uh, them. I don't know that like... So you know that they don't write songs based on creativity. They they write songs based on how much money each person gets from the input. Oh, no, that's us speculating. I mean, I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was pretty uh-huh. clear that we're, but like the issues about the copyright stuff, they they publicly spoke about how that was the reason that they're not working on new material. Right. But, so maybe when they joined together for this EP, they figured all that shit out before they put it out, so that there's no drama afterwards. Uh, well, I mean, they're That's still awesome. not going to record an album. It's they put it aside for this EP, like that. All those copyright issues, it's not an issue because they're just like forfeiting all that money to the to the fund. That's why. Maybe just all of their future albums, all of their future musical output should just go towards uh, just Charity. charities. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're all millionaires. Enough. Why not? Exactly. I did just see on Twitter, though, that there was a peace agreement between Armenia and Ar- Azerbaijan today, though. Oh. So, like, does the money still go to this cause if the cause isn't a cause anymore? Or do they get to start keeping the money now? No, what actually happens, Sid, is that it goes dark and they have to write a really sad apology note and then the money <laughs> is up in the air. We'll see. And it sounds sorry like they're, thank you. they're just like, sorry for just trying to do something creative. All right, man. You know, just you try to do something for a country and they just go and make peace. You know, this makes you look bad. Dicks. System didn't even have a week to promote this and already it's over <laughs> well they could just take credit they could be like see this is what we did our donation well I, I also want to quickly point out that system of a down isn't the only ones uh making videos to raise awareness for this apparently the other side azerbaijan uh oh, no. some oh, propaganda no. and i want to say uh i do there is a part of me <laughs> that regrets posting this why just because i'm advancing azerbaijani propaganda and like oh. some people took it the wrong way like we're endorsing this so i just want to make it clear i i zero percent of me endorses what we're about to play but it is so ridiculous uh that i i, I feel like we have to mention it so they made a metal song the azerbaijani military about how awesome their military (laughs) this video like you don't even know the words but you don't need to know the word like we don't even have to play was this directed by the guy who did the five finger death punch video i was gonna say it sounds like a five finger death punch (laughs) and the video too yeah look at our look at our military Oh. oh, it sounds like Rammstein. Whoa, this guy. We got some rules to follow. And this is a known. 
No one knows. Whoa. See, look how progressive the Azerbaijani women, women can kill people too. Oh. Looks like she looks like uh, Ginger. Tatiana. She looks like a like a real doll. She doesn't even look like a person. She looks like a like a. Oh, a little goose step in there. What is that? Heil Hitler. But look, I, I will say this is a some serious amount of art, melodic energy. Is this now? Is this like like Azerbaijani language or is this Russian? No, I don't understand word. It's not even close. So, like, did they do this in response to System of a Down's No, this is from Monty. I just, I, I forgot to play it on the show, and only now did I think of it because of what's going on. Crap, raise, raise your mic a little. I'm sorry, I'll mute it. Uh... So it's this, not like a like a, ba- a like a rock ago. battle or something. No, 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 no. This is completely <laughs> unrelated to a system of a down. I think this is a recruitment video Jesus. for the military. It's like so helicopters shooting rockets. This is them trying to. So yeah, I just want to for our audio listeners. The whole video is in a desert field, showing off rocket shooting, and then the band is in full military regalia, just in the middle of this army field. Singing like they're fucking Pink Floyd live in Pompeii. And if you, you don't get that reference, there. you should go check out that live in Pompeii video because it's excellent. I was going to say, I, 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 you had me going. I thought this was like a response to the system of a down. Yeah, thing. that's what I thought too. And I was hoping that the other end of those bombs, they would have like a mock-up of like, like Serge's house or something. You just see his body flying through the air at the end, like body parts ripped apart. And him yelling with that Serge voice. Something seems like so weird about this. Like they're they're speaking so passionate, but like I mean, I guess it is metal because they're singing passionately about killing people. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah, that's I guess that's metal. Uh, although I'm sure, like how they're presenting it is, you know, defending their land and all that. They're I'm sure they're spinning it in a positive light. So your post was asking people to translate. Did anyone? Yes. No. Uh, all the comments. We're just like, you asshole, why are you promoting Azerbaijan there? Wow. Check your facts. It was like a bunch of Armenian uh, defenders. I don't know how you promoted it if you said in the title that it's propaganda. Not only, I do also want to point out that like in the body of the text, I included System of a Down's entire message that they released in September explaining the conflict, uh, you know, from the... Armenian perspective and they were condemning Azerbaijani forces but I just wanted to make it clear and so this was performed by Sehun Zainalov and Narmin Karimbayova which do sound like relatively Russian names but they're not hello <laughs> looking at Where her Instagram she looks like she's fucking 17 she looks very young does she have like dreads? Would we consider that dreads? Yeah. It's like a twisted braid. Oh, like a twisty braid. braid. Let's see what Sahun is, is looking like. He's a party animal. Oh, he's got a booking number. You want to call it up, Rob? <laughs> Get him on the show for next week? This guy's like a, just a he's he's just like an actor. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that's yeah. So oh, why should I join this army if they're just using actors in their propaganda? Like, 
I mean, there's actors lot of in army in, in U.S. army commercials. What if I just wanted to join this army because they rock? Like while they're shooting the ro- the rockets and the bullets <laughs> and every the missiles, and they're playing the guitar in the field. Maybe that's why that's that was why I signed. I went to the recruiting office because I saw all that shit. And there's no <laughs> nobody's there with a fucking guitar. What the fuck is this? <laughs> but you do get a SAG car their army, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> It's literal crisis actors. Well, I heard Chris Jericho of Fozzie has a sad card. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. All right. But, okay. but speaking of dismembered body parts, I would oh, be remiss yeah. if I did mention that Carcass is back with a brand new EP. Seven years after their last record, Carcass returns to the extreme metal throne with a new EP, Despicable, which serves as the precursor to their next full lengths impending destruction it's like it's like a little appetizer before a full length from carcass you can listen to the entire ep despicable on all streaming platforms and visit nuclearblast.com to get a bunch of physical versions of despicable i really like it despicable it's a great ep it's fun carcass (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Chris Jericho? Um, that's right. Let's talk about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho just turned 50, bless his heart. He's still wrestling, right? Oh, AEW? Yeah. Very prominently main eventing. Oh, yeah. He's in the main. Oh, I just want to quickly point out that I guess my dad is listening. Oh, really? <laughs> right now? And he, I guess, he understood uh, some of the Azerbaijani. Oh. So he says that they were saying we hate our enemy and each person fire to the enemy. (laughs) Wow. And then they're also saying we respect our flag. Respect the flag. Wow. Thank you, Papa Rob. Yeah. Yeah. You know what makes me feel good about this? He listens to the show, but he does not follow Metal Injection on Twitter because he did not see your post asking for the translation, but he heard us talking about it here. Yes. This is how he gets all of his metal injection information through the podcast. Okay, good. He must this like us better point. than you. That's what it is. <laughs> By the way, our Twitter is MI Livecast. Give us a follow. We're yeah. also on Instagram. Metal Injection Livecast is the handle. And we're on Facebook. And, uh, you know, if you listen to us on your podcasting app of choice, give us a positive review. It really helps us out. It's nice. It's nice. Be nice. We give you this free content. Give us a little review. That's so much to ask. And if you want to be mean, then you should send that to us in hate mail. Yes. Email hate mail at metalinjection.net and we'll read it on the air. Send us your positive or negative feedback. We'll read it regardless. Probably. Most likely. Maybe. If if we don't get on our Discord and force us to read it there, we have no choice. That's right. We also do have a Discord, a live, ongoing, 24-7 chat room. You can get the link on any of our episode pages at metalinjection.net slash livecast, and you could chat with all of us. We're all in there, Sid and Darren the most, but uh, it's a good way to hang out with us and fellow livecast stars. We had a Zoom hang with our patrons last week, and we let some of the people from the Discord join, so just hanging out in the Discord, you randomly might get some extra shit. Neil's. Yeah, that was really fun hanging out. Uh, we did a, a little Zoom hang. Any highlights? Fans. Yeah, we played a little trivia game. I uh, didn't blurt we... out the answers this time. 
Yeah, we played the uh, the video version of the Mark B rants. Uh, oh, that was yes. incredible. That was the other oh. thing. Since it was a private Zoom hangout, we're more revelatory than we would be on air. So we showed our live casters what Mark B looks like, and uh, we what all did, they... did it. We did an impromptu watch along of his legendary shoulder to shoulder promo. Was it everything they thought it would be? Oh, it was uh, it it was more than everything they thought. <laughs> People, it was like wall to wall laughter. Like I couldn't hear. We were cheering along when he got to the UFC promo parts. <laughs> when, when he's like, "Ah, oh, the K U K K K motherfucker! I promise it won't be you." You know that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. And we actually had people at the end of that say to us both in the chat and later in the discord that they are going to sign up for Patreon just because of how fun that the Zoom chat was. Yeah. So uh, I thought was we amazing. should be doing one again soon. Um, Rob, I just want to quickly play the, the pro promo that I'm referencing. It's of short. course, please. Two guys enter, one guy leaves, and I promise you, clans, motherfucker, it won't be you. Yeah! <laughs> That's famous Mark B. Our friend, sort of. They <laughs> get him on the show. Acquaintance. Friend of a friend. Brother of a friend. Yes. R.I.P. Hashtag R.I.P. a legend. We also played that. Uh, his Stanley Stan Lee one, Jordan. yeah. And also a lot of just getting to know people. Uh, you know, we ask them where they're from and they talk about their lives and then they were talking to each other and getting to know each other. It was a whole, the whole thing. It was a lot of fun. And Building I want to point community. out also, yeah, also some people were a little shyer than others, which is fine. We welcome everybody. Some people didn't have their video on. Some people did. Mm -hmm. It was all good, baby, baby. We got to meet a couple of the wives. Yeah. Or fiancés or significant others that were there on camera. Some wives, some cats, all sorts yeah. of stuff. It was the wives cast. <laughs> Wive cast. No Episode title. Rejection <laughs> wife cast. So, uh, so yeah, the Chris Jericho thing. Let's put, let me get that up. So Chris Jericho, 50 years old. Happy birthday, Chris Jericho. Yeah, good for him. He made it. And like, listen, we're joking, but not a lot of wrestlers get to, 50, yeah. to be honest, or a significant amount don't. And uh, great shape. So his hair is like thicker than I've ever seen it be. Great Some shape, plugs. I don't know. Great shape is relative. Well, we're gonna get to that. Well, here's a photo that he posted of uh, when he's turned on his fiftieth birthday. Sandpaper. <laughs> You don't think it looks good, Darren? Uh, describe describe um, what you see. I mean, like if I didn't know who Chris Jericho was, right? I would assume that's a guy who's about 50 or older who used to work out and stopped. That's what I would say. That's as generous mm -hmm. as I can be. He's got a lot of loose skin. He's got the caved-in chest. He still has like ab oh. muscles, but probably just from them being there from years ago. The caved-in chest is just nerve damage, so it's not like he could really do anything about that. What, from taking mm -hmm. chops? Uh, no, I think it's just like a common weightlifting thing. Oh, yeah, really? Flexing his pecs. Yikes. Yeah. 
There's a few yeah. other wrestlers that have a similar like caved in kind of chest. Mm. He's also got a yes. big gut and you know like his face. He definitely has a gut. I think what it is is just it's very clear that Chris Jericho is not sober. <laughs> yeah, the face he's making is really what throws me off. Very drunky face. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at him and I guess I'm more forgiving because it's like through a camera and you know that thing where like through a mirror it like flips to you. Mm-hmm. You kind of look like off. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably happening. Okay. Do, do we need to flip the photo just to make sure? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Can you? Let me set this up. Can I? <laughs> How does that happen, by the way? How does what happen? Like, why is it that when you flip a photo, you like, I, I, at least for me, I just look 10 times different? No, it's because when you, um, your face is looks like symmetrical, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. And when you're accustomed to looking at your Ooh. face one way forever <laughs> yeah. and ever and ever, uh-huh. and then you look at it the other way, you're yeah. seeing the difference and it's off-putting to you. Yeah. I don't 100%. think this helped. I think this is actually less flattering, to be honest with Could you. Could we compare Wait. this with that shirtless picture Geraldo Rivera posted a few years ago? <laughs> yes. And see which one's better? Well, I also want to post, I, I saw this, a friend of mine posted this, which was fucking what, great. What is this? It's oh. dancing. It's dancing's face on Jericho's body. Oh. But hold on, let me find. Wait, there are other photos from this? No, it's just it's just one photo that. Oh. oh no, this is the same oh, photo. I just oh, flipped it to, so, to your point, Noah, so you could see <laughs> no, what he no. really looks like. But see, I think, honestly, the, the flipped photo is more forgiving. The, you know, the original is more forgiving because here you could see well, like, isn't this one then the original? Because it's flipped through the phone, then then through the mirror. So isn't this one the original then? If you flip it back. Well, this is like what he really looks like. This is yes, un- this is his natural unflipped look. But this is in a mirror, isn't he doing this in a mirror? Yes. So this is what he looks like reversed. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh so my god, <laughs> that's what he really looks like. It's well, a, I guess we it's a tell- mirror shot reversed. No, no. The mirror shot is this is the normal shot because look the F for Fozzy is positioned properly. Whereas here, phone camera. Here it is the F is pointing like it's flipped. I can't read it looks like a death metal band like name. I can't read what that says. I'm I'm t- this is him. This is him, y'all. This is him. This well, they're is the both real, him. this is unflipped. This is unflipped Jericho. That's I mean, his he looks podcast like he has the six pack. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, he'd spent years. It's, it looks out. like a, but he has a gut on top of it as well. It's a six pack that you dropped and like one or two cans fell off. <laughs> Look, for an average person, for an average 50, he, he looks great. Yeah, ahead like, of the curve. But yeah. it's, it's not like a guy that you would say, wow, he's 50. I don't believe it. Like, he looks 50. The, what yeah. I took from this is I give Chris Jericho credit for not giving a fuck about people like us <laughs> shaming his body flipping his picture like, back yeah, and forth this is I what mean. i look like fuck you you know and and i do give him credit for that so here's Geraldo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see that looks like more like something that he, he tried to send to a woman and it got leaked or something yeah i think I isn't that what it was i don't know i don't know, I don't I don't know. So. didn't he accidentally tweet it it's the first time i've seen it on it. purpose oh, okay Maybe accidentally on purpose. He wants everyone yeah. to see what in great shape he is. He's but got look. those cum gutters. 
Can we describe it so. for, for people who are not looking? Yeah, it looks He's like, wearing... have you ever seen The Mummy? Uh, it looks like The Mummy. <laughs> but, wearing pink but with a mustache. It, okay. looked like, it looks Here's like if you gave bird. steroids to the corpse from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so it's Geraldo's head, which looks normal. It's uh, Geraldo. Like relatively. old, decrepit, with pink sunglasses. But well, then... And then hold on, his body just looks like he really needs a sandwich. Like he does not look lean. He looks like I don't know. Well, Rob, if I, could inter- if I could interject there, what I would say is his body to me does not look underweight. His body looks like a normal human body, but his face is four times larger than his torso. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the problem. And so it makes it look like his body's emaciated. Yes. I think that if you cover his head, like that's an average, normal, lean human being. I guess it's also this, this, again, we're looking at him in a mirror, so it's flipped. Yes. <laughs> and it seems like he's taking the photo with the, like one of those Nokia phones. Yeah, it's a really old photo. So the perspective is warped because now I guess he uh, eventually did like a photo shoot to redeem himself. Oh, no. <laughs> like, really? like, and so here oh. he looks normal. Like, Ew. No, can I probe what you're saying? I'm curious. Like uh, you're saying, ew. So I'm I'm not disagreeing, but I'm curious from a female heterosexual female perspective. What do you see in that picture? That's ew. A Geraldo Rivera's face. Just the fact, yeah, the fact, not the fact that he's Geraldo though. Like if you just saw that guy on on Tinder or something, like what? Um, I guess I don't like his haircut and mustache and those glasses that's fair i agree the body is not is not like offensive Mm -hmm. except for his stupid tattoos (laughs) he looks like gavin mcginnis after the vice money ran out (laughs) basically it's it's rough and the cum gutters have filled in so he's a little bit chunkier like the the spare tire situation oh no what the picture of a <laughs> How did you even pull that up? We didn't see it, you it, typing that in. Oh well, that's my secret. Good at the internet. That's just Rob's desktop wallpaper. His cum gutters uh, uh, filled in with a few dozen munchkins, I think. <laughs> oh my god, Geraldo in the news. But uh, all kidding aside, about Jericho, he did a very good deed, which is that he donated to Trump. 2000- again? That's not a good deed. Hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. Before that, he uh, donated uh, $2,000 to an injured wrestler. And, and I, I give credit to Jericho here. There have been a lot, sadly, a lot of fundraisers that wrestlers have to put up uh, when they're, you know, down and out. And because uh, I'm a snoop and a gossip, whenever I see one of these GoFundMes, I just instinctually have to click on like the top donations. <laughs> thing to see where who's the most generous Mm -hmm. and on these wrestler ones jericho is always up there donating a few grand uh so you know hats off to him Uh, no no snark here i think that's very very nice and that's not tax deductible that's like that is tax deductible though it's a donation but it's not a non-profit you're just donating money to a person it's not tax deductible Mm. Sure, but either way, it doesn't. It's not like 
Rob, if you ever interview him again when he's promoting Fozzie stuff, make that the first question. <laughs> All those donations you make to guys who broke their legs doing a senton bomb, are those tax deductible? Okay, thank you very much. So now do we want to see how this guy birthed? Yes. Birth, yes. Birth his oh, I'm, I, that would I actually like be a good this. gimmick if Jericho just went around like pushing people off the top rope so they break their <laughs> legs and then he can donate to them and look like a nice guy. You should hire Randy Bly to do that. Okay, come on. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, I don't want to You're gonna have to. Full screen? Oh! 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 Wait a oh. minute. So he wasn't even doing a move? It wasn't even anything cool. Oh, no. I did not expect Oh, this that. guy does not deserve charitable donations. This no, is I stupid. can't look at it again. Oh! So he, he was... wasn't even doing a fucking move. Oh, this is a disgrace. He didn't even get anything cool out of it. Okay, so he was coming into the ring. He got onto the second rope to, like, pose, and then he jumped off the second rope onto the floor, and then Not his, like a flip, nothing, just like a normal... He just jumped, and his, two feet to two his knees, his, like, both his knees broke. How's that yeah, even his, physically possible? I can't His feet that. curved the other way where well, they're not supposed to. he's top-heavy, and maybe he just hasn't had, like, a leg day at the gym. <laughs> For a so while. Had he ever wrestled before? I feel like if he's that injury prone, then he could never have even gotten through a single match. That's incredible. It's an amateur wrestler. So this would look like a backyard. Oh. Can I also point out that he's using the wolf pack music? So he's like probably doesn't have the best the ring persona either. <laughs> he's just jacking the fucking wolf pack music. Oh, and it looks like one of the young bucks donated five hundred dollars as well. Very nice. Nick Jackson. Oh. This guy does not deserve. He needs to learn a lesson. This is like you should never go back to wrestling. Go broke from this mistake and learn. The lesson: the two broken legs at once. Like he can't do anything now. Sid's gonna set up. Sid's gonna set up a GoFundMe to hire someone twenty four seven to walk around behind this guy and knock his crutches out. (laughs) The lesson is that he's gonna be two hundred thousand dollars in medical debt after this is all over. That's the fucking lesson. Even after all these donations. He's only twenty thousand into this twenty uh, two hundred thousand dollar goal. Rob, that actually astonishes me because I can't believe someone that talented uh, doesn't have a health coverage uh, from his <laughs> professional wrestling career. <laughs> guy, ju- guy jumps three feet onto a canvas and his legs bend backwards like a fucking rubber band. That's like the Sid Vicious injury, but even more oh. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it really he's, is. He's trying to do a move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> show it again. <laughs> He's just like like four millimeters of distance from the where he jumps to like the canvas. And his, they, his legs become like fucking water skis. They just <laughs> inverted water skis. Like when they start to bend, you ever see that? Yeah. Well, you know, we did just like, see it. Yeah. No, I mean, the you know actual the- water skis. I mean. The irony of it is that, like, you know how the prosthetic legs are like those bent <laughs> blades? Yes. That's what well, his legs turned into. Yeah. That's what his legs look like, and he's probably going to need to have those for the rest of his life. Imagine now he gets prosthetic legs, and he's like, that's his new gimmick. He's like Cyborg Man, and he goes in the ring, and he does it, and then his, his prosthetic <laughs> legs bend in the exact same way. And they invert <laughs> and stab him in the chest. <laughs> it's another GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is so bad to be laughing at. Bob, so could you get this guy on Squared Circle Pit and then we all call in and just laugh at him? <laughs> or we just play this? Yeah. Or just call him and play this audio. Rob, you should get him in person whenever COVID is over. Get him in person and do a live interview with him like set it up and walk in with your mic but then like trip and fall and just, oh my leg oh my legs oh my legs oh my god i can never walk again but you just tripped on the side oh my fucking legs that'd be so fucked up <laughs> it's just the whole interview like the whole 15 do you think interview. jericho donated money because he laughed so hard watching that video he felt like he owed it to the guy <laughs> i think that's probably it. yeah where's my checkbook <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i would out to jericho double whatever his donation was now this like tops that old wrestling blooper of when Iron Mike Sharp smacked the hairpiece <laughs> off of that guy. That was like always what? the go-to one. This is better. This tops that. Let's Dude, see this that. is like this is like uh, Shockmaster falling through yeah. the, the the paper mache uh, entrance way. Except if he broke both his legs when he fell. Oh. It's the Shockmaster. Oh, my legs. Oh. He does the Peter Griffin. Oh. 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 This is one of my favorite moments in the history of our show. I just want to let you guys know that. Here's the oh, here we go. Here's the Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> oh my! Punches him. Watch him. Very old foot. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, on Steve Gray, who has yet to mount a defensive. <laughs> Where Steve is Gray it? Can't talk too much. Yeah. Too much more. Out of the ring for no reason at all. Throw that man outside of the ring. Well, so he can get his hair pierced. Look, the announcer is trying to no sell it. What is that? So what is, that's like a toupee? Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, that's... Remember when wrestlers were men? Like Mike <laughs> Sharp? Yeah. Or the bald guy. Yeah, or the other guy. Not either. Well, speaking about men being men, a Canberra nudist mm. who smeared fake semen on his neighbor's garage avoids jail. Wait, oh, fake semen? A 64-year-old man... Uh... Wait, a, a Canberra magistrate has told a 64-year-old man he is disgusting for exposing himself to his neighbors and using a concoction of fake bodily fluid. To retaliate... Wouldn't it be more disgusting if it was real bodily fluid? I think, or I if it was that. Rob's bodily fluid? Oh, coming, no. As you're telling the story? <laughs> well, yeah, because how would he have gotten my bodily fluids? I don't mm, know. I think we know no. how. It just sounds like bile is coming up your throat. Oh, I see. Rob, didn't you have a uh, three-day vacation in Canberra once? I thought you mentioned. (laughs) I I went to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Canberra. (laughs) Canberra Robba. Canberra Robba. Canberra Robba. 
Richardson is accused of appearing nude in a place that can be seen clearly from the street on two separate occasions. After his neighbor successfully sought a protection order, she began noticing her garage smelt of urine. She also noticed there were clear gobs of liquid that she suspected to be semen on the side of her garage. It was a fake urine or real urine? It was actually Vaseline mixed with oil, which Richardson had smeared on the shed in retaliation for her seeking the protection order. Seems like this nudist dude is kind of a dick. Like, I'm not going to smear anything on a person's property. Do you think that he was trying to, like, actually, like, come on her garage and he had the concoction as a backup in case he couldn't like yeah i could see that like he just had performance anxiety just couldn't do it someone who's come in public rob (laughs) i gotta say like it's hard it's tough you really gotta focus a lot of pressure like him or not you gotta give him credit for being prepared and having a backup plan see i think that's just preparing to fail that's why he wasn't able to perform he knew he had the backup plan that's a fair point he set himself up for failure, and he got caught and got fined anyway. So he was fined a hundred, a thousand dollars, and a hundred hours of community service. Would the fine have been higher if it was actual common piss? I wonder. Probably right. I don't know. Uh, it feels like if you're going to be a nudist, like go live on a farm, live somewhere rural. Wait, it wasn't even real piss either. I mean, that seems like the easy one to produce. I would think, but Rob said, said it was about like this. She oil. didn't compare. Yeah, she didn't say there was actual piss. I thought the cum uh, was the was the oil and vinegar or whatever. That it did smell like urine. She said it smelled like urine, not that there was urine. It could have just been that the concoction smelled like urine, or she's lying. This story is more is more complex than it seemed at first blush. More complex. Oh. <laughs> think about it. Complex is what he turned her uh, house into. Well, this actually ties into another uh, link that w- one of one of you guys shared here. Police idea man who peed on a fellow Delta passenger <laughs> as a pastor from North Carolina. Lots of bodily fluids being exchanged in the world lately. Uh, police. Well, there's exposed- no entertainment anymore, right? Can't, you <laughs> can't right. go to the movies. You can't go to shows. You got to make your own entertainment. On flights, I guess. No, was anyone pissing around on your flights uh, recently when you were traveling? No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nothing of the sort. Police have exposed the man who allegedly urinated on a fellow Delta passenger as a pastor like from North himself. Carolina. A pastor. <laughs> oh, the victim was a woman named Alicia Beverly. Why do like we get morning. to know her name? That seems not I know, okay. She's a victim. It's <laughs> weird. Do she we told just police dox this lady. <laughs> she told police she fell asleep early on a flight from Vegas to Detroit. And I woke to find a man urinating on her. So I woke up, looked to my right, and I see this guy standing next to me. So he just stood next to her? Shortly after, I started to feel something warm, and I jumped and screamed, and that's when I felt my skirt was wet. Oh. Heavens! So it wasn't in her face. Wait, did she say heavens? No, I, I said that. Oh. <laughs> Daniel uh, Chalmers, he's the pastor. Definitely should dox the, the, the pisser, the pisser he's pastor. A, he's a superintendent pastor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he first told police that Beverly was lying, but after an officer noticed he smelled of alcohol, he admitted to having a few drinks and claimed he had suffered a bad reaction to the medication he took prior to the flight. Uh-huh. Uh, Chalmers also said that while he was being apprehended, that he plans on suing Delta for defamation of character. The only thing that was defamed was that woman's skirt, sir. 
I actually, I actually believe his story because after he pissed on her, he tried to flush her ear. So he probably did think. He... <laughs> <laughs> I do blame the drug, the drugs. <laughs> if that was true, I would let him get away with it. That yeah. little extra, like, okay, we, we're dropping all charges, sir. That was hilarious Just for the comedy. Yeah, he earned it. So I also want to mention that uh, while we no longer do a music break in the show, we've brought back the music break uh, as a Spotify playlist. Every week we will add four songs to the playlist and you can follow along on Spotify. You can get uh, a link to the uh, playlist on our episode page at metalinjection.net slash livecast. And uh, let's go through our picks today. My pick I picked the uh, System of a Down uh, song, uh, the faster one that we played momentarily ago, uh, Genocidal Humanoids. That was my pick. And then uh, Melissa by Merciful Fate. Who picked that? That was me. But why isn't that isn't that showing on my? It's here. Oh, there we go. I refreshed it. It's right there. Yes, I picked Melissa by Merciful Fate. Just been listening to them. Just because I haven't listened to them in a while. It's good. It's a good album. Do we know who the Melissa is? The woman in the song. Okay. It could be any Melissa out there. And then we have uh, Busta Rhymes and M.O.P. with Czar. Me. Which, by the way, it's from Busta Rhymes' uh, new album, mm. which goes harder than a motherfucker. Oh, yeah? Is it good? I, I mean, you know, I, I love Busta Rhymes, but I did not expect all that much going in. But shit is like fucking mm-hmm. hardcore, like nineties. Yeah, I definitely loved oh. his nineties uh, stuff. We kind of, like when he started doing like past the Kavarsi, hey, and like all those, you know, like oh, big yeah. poppy, like mid two thousands. Which I don't blame him. Get those, get yeah. that money, but yeah, not, not, not for me. Oh, so it's okay if he gets the money, <clears> but just not Armenia. Down. Oh yeah, just just not Armenia. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, system of a down can get the money as long as they split it evenly. That's fine with me. Uh, a tribe called Quest with a war tour. Sid, why Why the tribe? Uh, yesterday, someone in our Discord that we mentioned earlier uh, posted a thing about how it was uh, the anniversary of Midnight Marauders coming out and was asking who, what everybody's favorite song from that album was. And a war tour was mine, so it was on my mind. So it's a 30-year anniversary. Up. Was it 30? I don't remember the exact number, but something like that. Well, it would be 30 or 25, right? Or 28, 29? It would be at least 25, right? At least 25. But I don't know if it was like a round number like that. It might have been like the 26th anniversary or something. Mm. But either way, I remember me and my friend Danny at the time, I think we were in, we must have been in junior high and we, I had a camcorder and we recorded ourselves performing that video. Oh, please tell me this video exists. I, I, I don't th- I'm pretty sure I taped over it shortly oh, thereafter. Boo. But there was. I think I still know all the lyrics to this day because we like studied for the filming of ourselves. We didn't lip sync. We actually it was us rapping. So go in your uh go in your tape box and see if <laughs> go through all your episodes of Cheers that you taped and see if like two minutes of this exists. Underneath. Oh my god. I'd have to have a VHS player to check it on, which I do not. 
I wanted to say one more thing about the song that I picked, uh, which is that it mentions Metallica. What? Just a little line that he rhymes Metallica with something. And um, uh, now, oh, and he also references like he has like a little sly, uh, like leaders of the new school and brand newbian reference. Nice. Like he says, leader of the new shit, brand new czar. That's the hook. So that was kind of cool throwback. I mean, it's referencing like that's he's bringing that style back basically, because that's I mean just listen to it. It's yeah, great. I'm I'm curious when I heard that he put out a new album, I was like I haven't thought about Buster Rhymes in I don't know how long. I it's like he was out mix. of the game. It's like a mix of the like newer Buster Rhymes, but with like you know more like dirtier, dirty like not dirty in terms of content, but like just raw kind of lyrics you know like old school style Buster Rhymes lyrics does he do a wet ass pussy cover <laughs> I didn't I don't know I didn't maybe it's a hidden track or something <laughs> nice well I do want to point out that uh, uh, Cardi B's wet ass pussy has been in the metal headlines today her pussy has or <laughs> uh, well the song uh, oh uh, well, actually, what happened was Geezer Butler uh, brought up the song. Did he? It, you're not going to tell me he did a cover of it like everybody else is doing, like an ironic <laughs> cover, right? No, <laughs> please he didn't. tell me no. Okay, good. Uh, he, so uh, I've, the song came up uh, during an interview, and uh, he mentioned how he's 71. He's a bloody old goat, and uh, he says, uh, "I guess Very he was asked weird about." Way. The, describing yourself the uh the controversy around the song and he goes this is really about the fact that whenever new music comes out it's viewed as the devil's music i don't know what this accent is That's it's paul, paul mccartney, McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> wrong british guy i remember i really like the wet ass pussy john used to like it too <laughs> i remember when elvis came out and everybody said he was saying then in the 60s and 70s, he became America's national treasure. It happened with every new wave of music, like metal, obviously. The Christians were going mental when Sabbath came out. And then when rap came about, people were up in arms about that and certain words that rappers were using. I have to say, though, that Cardi B pisses me off with that WAP song. It's disgusting. But there you go. A friend of mine didn't know what that song was about, but his 10-year-old girl was singing it, and I was like, what? To put, a, to put it on an album, fair enough. But to put it out as a single? That's a bit much. But the kid's not going to get the single? Like, then again, I'm 71, a bloody old goat. Yeah, like the kid doesn't have access to Spotify to hear the whole album. <laughs> <laughs> well, geezer. Yeah. So his beef is more with the record label people than with Cardi. Just whoever yeah, picked he's that fine. As a single. Yeah. He's saying he's fine with her doing the song. He just doesn't think it should be on radio and like kitchen here. Which like the kids only listen to the radio. Yeah. Uh, or like kids walking around with their transistors. <laughs> well, that's me saying it. I think he means like it shouldn't have been a single and be like a music video and all that and like promoted that way. Because of kids. But like to me, it's just like uh, so what? Like, so kids know the word pussy? Like, relax. It's fine. I, I think it should be also a little bit on his friends, uh, his friends, who's the parents of these kids for letting, right. like, you know, what are yeah. you watching what your kids are doing? Get mad at them, asshole. 
Yeah, make sure that their radio dials only go up to CBS FM. <laughs> <laughs> AM, Noah, AM. AM. There, there's no wet ass, nothing on ABC AM. Wrinkled ass pussy. Everything's completely dry here on the Cousin Brucey Show on CBS FM. Okay. Oh, I was going for a joke, and I can't think of what's that fucking hairspray those old men use on their toupees. I can't think of it. Aquanet. Is it Aquanet? Maybe it's no. There's some funny one that all the only old men use. Anyway, it's the that Ron Popeil thing. No, 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 not like to the add spray hair. No, not to add hair. Just oh. the, the smell, the smelly hairspray that old men use. I'll look it up and I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it in the Krell? <laughs> That's shampoo. Oh. Uh, anyway, I was going to say five. The only thing wet is my whatever that brand name is on <laughs> CBS AM. Grill cream? Grill <laughs> cream would fill that joke, too. That's good. My, my, with the liquid my dentures are soaking in is the only thing wet in the studio, baby. <laughs> CBS AM, baby! <laughs> oh, I really got that echo now with this new good, Rode yeah. microphone. I got that CBS FM echo, baby. Thank it's you, W A B C A. Let's see if we can find a cousin Brucey uh, oh, W A B C. Uh. W A B C. <laughs> yeah, like I started saying before, W A B C was his home for like thirty years, and then the CBS FM was from like when he went to CBS FM. It's just funnier to say the CBS FM. Yeah. That's why I do it. Yeah, it's not, we're just yeah. so used to it. It's not really what he's known for. The, you know the, where the CBS FM impression comes from is really available scary. now. Oh, sorry. It's Sorry. really Harry Harrison, who all, I think he just died, but he was the guy that used to do that. Harry Harrison, good morning, love. CBS FM, baby. It's more like <laughs> I think. I think uh, a few years ago we played. We played some. Yeah, like it's like three quarters Harry Harrison, one quarter cousin Brucey. So somebody actually uh, recorded an air check of Brucey's return to AM radio. So do we want to hear like the first few seconds? Oh, you mean yes. in 2020? You mean yes, from oh, September. Okay. Cousin Bruce here. It's showing all the logos of the radio stations you worked at, I guess. Ugh. Hiya, welcome to LSB Feasters Radio Channel and Travel Corner. Oh wait, sounds different. Weird intro. Okay, hold on. Sorry, he's. I guess he's introducing the clip. Here we go. Keep it locked right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. locked. I hate that radio cliche. Keep it locked. Same. Because you can't, there's nothing to lock anymore. It used to be a physical, it used to be a, pause it, Rob, I'll explain this. It used to be a physical thing. Like you, you would lock it so that your hand wouldn't, while you're driving, accidentally hit the, hit the preset buttons. They used to be mechanical things that would lock into place. And they like would say crank? keep, keep we're it. We're no, it was like crank? like five little buttons you'd push, and those were your presets. Oh, so the could, favorites. And you're there was a in. and but instead of like now it's all electronic, but there used to be little lock lockable buttons, and you could hit lock so that you couldn't activate any of the other presets from happening. I see. When you're listening to cousin oh. Brucey, you don't want to accidentally put on the. You the, don't want to uh, miss cousin Brucey's sexy voice, baby. Sexy on sixties on six. Serious FM, baby. I mean, big, XM, sorry. big fans of like a radio show or radio station would refer to themselves as P1s because that that's your your show. Your station is my preset number one. Mm. I never heard that. So they're the P1s. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. Have to file that away. Oh, my P1's out there on the Cousin Brucey show, baby. There's definitely somewhere audio of him saying that. Gary. I want you to unzip those pants and show me your P1's on <laughs> ABC AM, baby. Oh. <laughs> I want every P1 in my mouth on CBS AM, baby. <laughs> All my big P1s out there. Big P1s, little P1s, beer can P1s. All P1s of all sizes accepted at ABC AM, baby. Except tuna can dick. We don't want any of those P1s. CBS, <laughs> you know, you can't spell penis without P1, baby. CBS FM. Keep it locked. In case you didn't know, cocked. I'm talking about cock. In case you didn't know, in case your cousin Brucey wasn't. Keep that dial baby. cocked, baby. Oh. It's a double entendre, baby. CBSFM, baby. <laughs> Keep it cocked and locked on CBSFM. That should be our. Radio keep it cocked and locked to W-I-N-G, live cast. Yeah. I keep saying, like, for years that we should just make some more of those, but we don't have music breaks anymore. Like, I wanted to make a bunch of live cast-related stingers, you know? We can just play them in between stories. Like, sure. I could transition stories. Now that we're the road mics, probably easier to do that, too. Uh, well, let's hear, let's hear how, how the professionals do it. Cousin Brucey, take it away. WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. WABC. Yeah. Do the Lindy. Morning is broken, everybody. This is Bruce Morrow in New York City in the evening. Cousin Brucey, I'm gonna rock tonight. 77 WABC. Is that the uh, Andrews sisters singing that? WABC with your cousin Bruce, everybody. The sound of Sergeant Pepper right now. The year is 1967. Solid gold, WABC. You're listening to your cousin Brucey. Cousin Brucey. Cousin Bruce here on WABC Radio, my dears. WABC music stickers. Put one on your mother-in-law. I don't care where. What do you mean where? That's up to you. This is cousin Bruce. He said cousin Brucey like four times. He sounds a little bit like Alex Jones. Like when Alex Jones. like radio guy voice. Yeah. I'm just confused why in that one intro he needed to say what year it was. <laughs> Are his listeners were his listeners that like stoned in 1967? No, to be you're reminded? not listening to an old tape of it, WABCAM, baby. It's 2020 and I'm still alive. I mean, I 80% was, of his audience has dementia. <laughs> now, but that was a medical bracelet. Maybe it's like 10, 10 wins. It's just the time now. Yeah. The year now is 2020. <laughs> At the dial, the year is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed that, uh, that you said he sounds like Alex Jones. I was trying to picture Alex Jones doing like an air check. <laughs> WABC FM, baby! You know, they used to have the presets that would lock. All right, let's talk about this, people. <laughs> They're putting, in the, putting them all in the cars. They're all electronic now. All of a sudden, they take away the locks. You can't lock anything. Take away the locks. You got to touch the screen. It's because the Illuminati, they don't want you to. They don't want those 60s hits in your ears. They don't want you to lock in, Cousin Brucey, Cousin Alex. They want (laughs) you to be able to knock it off with your arm or your elbow or something. Of course. You know, I'm getting a little tired of it. They're trying to make the radios gay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Cousin Brucey. 
Cousin Alex. Cousin Alex. <laughs> God damn it, I'm forgetting who I am. 60s on 6, Cousin Alex. CBS <laughs> FM. WABC. Cousin Bruce, everybody on WABC. That's Al Green for you. Say there are nearly a million 18 to 24-year-olds in New York City eligible now to vote for this year. Make a difference, my friends. You've wanted it, you fought for it, and you got it. Hold on. Which 18 to 24-year-olds are listening to WABC? Well, then, that was when it was like like rock radio or pop radio or whatever. That's not him saying it now, I don't think. I think these are like older clips. No, this is now. This is from his first show coming back to AM radio in, in my September. mind it was like like a medley of clips from the, through the years no no this oh is my god this is a radio air check from his first show back to AM radio so these are only from a month ago they might or two months ago to the, just to answer your question I looked it up that was edited for time he actually said 118 to 124 year old <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, thought it was a little long so they chopped it Register now. Don't miss it. Now. We're on a survey, ladies and gentlemen. Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's going like, to lead that into like saying you should vote for Eisenhower. <laughs> like, I don't trust him. A little shifty. <laughs> I like Ike. I like Ike. Everyone is out there in the, in the crowd saying it. Whenever everybody's saying the same thing, you got to be skeptical. Can you please just read the radio liners, <laughs> Cousin Alex? <laughs> Nowhere in the copy does it say that. You know, <laughs> Harry Truman, I've said it a long time, people. <laughs> He's a demon made of sulfur. <laughs> just look at those eyes. They're bloodshot. That doesn't happen by accident. Pure sign of a lizard person. You know, please say the radio call numbers. Don't get me started on the Kaiser. Elton <laughs> John up from 28 to number 20. Saturday night's all right for fighting. We'll be right back with more Elton John, but I just oh, want to say that Franco Prussian roar really sticks in my craw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot believe it. Let me catch my breath, first of all, listening to that collage. Thank you so See? much for that putting was that a together. Collage. You sort of forget. Oh, you know, you have, See, this that was a right, motherfucker. Elton John up from 28 to number 20. Does he sound so much younger? Right. For what it's worth, I thought wow. it was all 2020, too. Yeah. But, look, but can I sound that good anymore? for a second and say, I, I'm skeptical that 18 to 24-year-olds were listening to him in 1972 either. Really? Come on. Well, he's already, he was already like 73 years old then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not really 73, but he was... Pretty old. He was like a middle-aged guy. How old? Let's see. He's like eighty now. Do you believe what you just heard? No. <laughs> Clearly, we don't. I, I cannot believe it. Let me catch my breath first of all. Listening to that collage. Thank you so much for putting that Aww. together. You sort of forget. You know, you have that in your heart, but you sort of forget. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We've all waited he for this. He sounds like Kermit I'm a little emotional now, as you can imagine. Oh, there's your cousin Brucey. Listen, before I walk into WABC Music Radio Studio, that I'm going to be calling my home for a while, a long while, I think. I want to talk to you briefly, cousins. It's Aww. been 46 years, 46 years since I played music on this historic, historic. All right. We got it. All right. Yeah, whatever. It's a little sad. 
Not, not to me. Crimea River. That's worth eight trillion dollars. Yeah, I don't think it's sad. He's still, he's still got work. It's happy. He was about to talk about his GoFundMe for his broken hip that he got yeah. walking into the studio. <laughs> say, he writes you poems, gives you, <laughs> gives you old radio show stems. That was the one sad thing. He, he came into the studio, got a little too enthusiastic. He got on the console and jumped down two feet, and both his legs snapped in half. He just turned to dust. <laughs> And then Chris Jericho donated to his Rob, go check the top donors of Cousin Bruce. Does it count as payola if Brucey then plays a Fozzie song? That might be a violation. He plays a little sandpaper. <laughs> it's a little sandpaper on ABC AM, baby. Sandpaper. <laughs> he was so impressed that his producer found an old clip of him in the wrestling ring when his toupee gets ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we bring it all together. I want to donate to that guy's going. It's pure cringe that he's still feeling like 40 years later. Oh well, man. Before we before we wind down, uh I want to take a moment to thank all of our top livecast fans of the week. And to be a top livecast fan of the week, all you got to do is donate $10 a month at our Patreon. Uh, and that that gives you a little shout out at the end of the show, in addition to all the perks you get for the $5 tier, which is the bonus episodes, the video version of these episodes, and hopefully uh, help pay for my eventual acid reflux surgery. I just had an idea for like, like, like a top tier or something, like a... I don't know, like five hundred or a thousand bucks. Can we offer like a jar of Rob's bile? Ugh. Also, like I don't produce bile. Like these are just burps. Like I, there's no liquid. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like your throat's getting like burnt by some kind of acid coming up. I'd like some sort of in independent scientific body to come in and investigate whether there's actually any bile coming up there. You may yeah, be. If there are any scientists listening? It's just because I, uh, like I said, it's just because I drank a little seltzer before. And I gotta just only drink water before the show. But uh, right now it's. We gotta get out of here. And I do wanna mention if you wanna be a top livecast fan of the week, head over to patreon.com slash metal and get livecast. And join us, baby. Here are our top livecast fans, baby. Eric, baby. This one goes out to you, Rabakadoosh, a.k.a. Justin. You're out there with Benjamin on ABC AM, baby. El Dudorito's up next with Dan R. And Cattle Decaf, baby. He's playing Mindy Mays Kipper, who's going out on tour with Croc Destroyer, who produced a new album from Sam. And then there's Jander and Chasseur Chassusitz all the way from France. Come along with ABC FM's top played LaCroix. And who can forget the crustacean sensation, a.k.a. God Stomper. And Ash Bazalov on B-O-Z-H-A-M, baby. Dallas. We're live in Dallas. We're live in Rob Vampiro. We're live with Shane and Hugo Likes Tacos and Lando Danks. Lando Day. Sounds delicious, baby. Hey, guys. Mike Butter. It's Josh. Those are our top live guest fans of the week. Thank you for tuning in. We're getting out of here. Please make sure to give us a five-star rating. 
We really appreciate it. Also, I want to mention, if you're looking for some live cast merch, we're going to have a sale Wednesday through Friday of this week. Metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. All of our products on sale, including face masks. Get over it, face masks. We have shirt designs. Sid's wearing one of our designs. We want to get over it. And uh, we hope to see you soon right here. Let's dance. PBSFM, baby. No, it disappeared. Oh, no, it's just a hand. It's buried by the cereal. Buried, get it? Blueberry. Got to leave, got to say goodbye.